0: Welcome to Juice, I'm Gwen Douglas.
1: <laughs> and I'm Emily Harmon. Today's episode is... Sauvignon Blanc.
0: Sauvignon Blanc. So, mm. what do we think about Sauvignon Blanc?
1: What do we think about Sauvignon Blanc? I mean, it's funny, because I think from a wine trade perspective, it's definitely the most dissed-down grape variety that exists today. <laughs> I mean, after
0: Gewurztramina. Oh my God. I, You know, I have to say, I definitely... I mean, other than Cuvée Buffet... And the <laughs> shitloads of Chardonnay, Jackson Triggs Chardonnay that I drank early on in my wine drinking life, I would say the next thing that I moved on to was Sauvignon Blanc.
1: Yeah, I look. It's a good. It's a good little entry point into wine. Absolutely. It's that wine that sort of. It's so pronounced and and often overblown, uh, and it's made often in the same way everywhere, in general. Um, It's a very good sort of textbook wine to learn from. And it's definitely a wine I learned from early days. Yeah, because
0: I think it was probably one of the first wines that I drank where you were like, there were actually identifiable things Mm. that you could smell and taste because they're so obvious. Yeah. So I think it was a really good starting point into being like, ooh, I can smell a bit of this or that.
1: I totally agree. I think I remember reading the tasting notes for it, and then actually finding them like, "Oh, this does smell yeah. like grapefruit. This does smell like cat's piss. This does smell like
0: <laughs> <catgrass>. gooseberry."
1: Goose- <laughs> gooseberries, gooseberries. gooseberries. <laughs> when and I've been arguing over how to pronounce gooseberry because she says gooseberry and I say gooseberry. I mean,
0: I've probably just still say it the same way I've been saying it since I like, was five. I want to know if your
1: mum and dad both say gooseberry or if they say gooseberry. I bet you my dad says gooseberry like you do. (laughs) Like, of course he does. (laughs) But he's Scottish. Gooseberry.
0: (laughs) Aye, gooseberry. I
1: appreciate that Sauvignon is uh, a good little segue wine for people uh, trying to learn because it's so aromatic and... um, and quite pronounced in many ways. I can often, sometimes, when I'm in restaurants, I can smell glasses of Sauvignon Blanc going past when they're in the glasses. Like I can. Act, yeah. For oh, me, well. it's like, yeah. Yeah,
0: I'm like a dog. Yeah. But um, <laughs> <laughs> what is that coming past? That's me? a hashtag waiting. I'm like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Hashtag wine dog. Yeah, wine dogs. I mean, it's not too
0: far away from the wolf. <laughs> like reservoir dogs, like yeah. wine dogs.
1: Um, but what, what was your impression of Sauvignon then? Was it much the same? Yeah, absolutely. I think like
0: it was definitely. Also, the first time I was actively looking for a particular grape, where I was like, oh, I like Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah. And then also when I discovered Sauvignon Blanc from New Zealand, then it was like, oh, I like Sauvignon Blanc from New Zealand. It became sort of like, I felt like I knew something.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. It's empowering. It's an empowering Absolutely. grape for the beginner. And what about now, though? I don't drink as much of it as I used to, but I definitely drink
0: more... Sort of, I mean, you know, I love the Sebastien Riffaud sunset. Yeah. the
1: slippery, the slippery one that you, yeah. <laughs> you snuck up on me with the New Year's Eve blind wine. Yeah, and I actually... tricked me yeah. into thinking it was a Gewürztraminer. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I still, re- I still like Sauvignon Blanc. I have to say, though, it's not something I'm drinking so much of. Probably because I live with an Austrian, so when we're drinking whites, we're drinking sort of these like cleaner, crisper, like mm. Grüner cleaner kind of whites. But I still think that I really like natural, like a lot of natural Sauvignons. Just the same way that aromatics, like Gewürztraminer, when they're made in a natural way, can be way more interesting.
1: It's funny because I try Sauvignon less and less because because there is less of it, um, I guess, on restaurant lists today. Because it has fallen out of trend, at least with the wine trade, is, and because is
0: that it, it's just got so popular, like in the supermarket. I think it's like the number one it's selling. Just, yeah, supermarket but, and wine. it became
1: very industrial, yeah. and I think, and then it was kind of like you weren't cool unless you said serving so, them along was shit sort of thing. Like it was <laughs> I very hate much. Hate like, when that happens for anything. Yeah. I just hate having to, like... I mean, it's kind of like this new trend of, like, people saying that beards are going out of fashion all of and a sudden. Like, I'm like, and most, everyone's
0: rocking those, I'm like, say, creepy uncle mustaches that I love. Yeah,
1: and but most men look better with a beard because not all men have these chiseled <laughs> You can drawings. sculpt your face. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it's like, come on. I think that's mainly... Mainly it's fallen out of trend. It's funny because I... Like, when, when you gave me the one blind and then I'd actually been given one blind at... Um, it was a Didier Dageno, but one with age at Noble Rot. And I didn't get it immediately, and it and it is quite interesting because Sauvignon with a bit of age on it, when it's made by a good producer, it can make some really exciting yeah. wine. um I just think it's all about the terroir, the the right. place, the producer, absolutely, uh, and how they're working in the vineyard. I think that's a, and if they're not yeah. using selected yeasts, yeah. Sure. And so today we've got two Sauvignons: one you've bought and I've bought one. <laughs> one that I've bought completely randomly,
0: just gone. Oh, I've not had that before. Uh, because the only Sauvignon Blanc, I went to my local, and uh, the the only two Sauvignons that were not from France were Oyster Bay from New Zealand,
1: which I kind of wish you'd bought because that would have been quite interesting to actually taste oh, no. it. Because it's been a very long time since I've tasted that one. I just wine. felt just like for... I just thought I'd get made fun of if I brought the Oyster Bay. I might have made <laughs> yeah, a bit you of fun probably of it. would have. So I, so I mean, like that. I so I have just witch.
0: brought like a random one that I haven't tried before, um, but. Was it's from South Africa? From Robinson, I want
1: to say it in a way from that's Robinson. like oh the producer yeah,
0: West, Westhoff. But you say it like Westhoff.
1: I think you'd say it like a Dutch person, no?
0: De Westhoff. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> What's vets? I don't know. Oh, okay. That's not a thing. It's probably just a. That's not, yeah, I, it might, I mean, it might be a thing, but maybe we don't know. It's I just a thing. don't know what it is. <laughs> so
0: it's from South Africa. There's a house on the label, 2018.
1: Yeah, curious. Okay, and okay. Um, I guess before we open that, uh, things uh, the typical descriptors for Sauvignon Blanc that everybody, if someone's never tried Sauvignon Blanc, and I think heaven forbid somebody listens to this podcast or hasn't, like, <laughs> and I, he was I mean, like, ooh, I want to yeah. give that a try. <laughs> <laughs> introduce, yeah, introduce yourselves to us because uh, <laughs> we're a bit confused how you found us. But um, <laughs> but uh, no, all jokes aside, I think uh, Sauvignon Blanc always an aromatic grape variety. Yeah. Sometimes oaked, but most of the time yeah. not in oak key regions for it are uh, obviously the loire valley in france is sort of quite an interesting region for it bordeaux as well and mm-hmm. then the new world south africa um and especially new zealand yeah new and Seministre. a little bit in northern italy as well Oh, really yeah what in alto Adige, they're oh, quite cool. good for aromatic white in there but sauvignon blanc depending where it's grown obviously different right in its expression but always um this very herbaceous sometimes cut grass sometimes um like spring peas sometimes these vegetal notes of asparagus Mm -hmm. red pepper um and then this these sort of floral notes of elderflower like it literally is like springtime um, yeah, it really makes me think of green when I think of so I think milk. of it's England really green. I think yeah. of like oh, the English countryside yeah. also because you often pick up this like blackcurrant note sometimes yeah. as well which and is it, really or... like bramble bushes along exactly. the roadside and... yeah. Black... yeah exactly and um, and then obviously this slight chemical note which some people say is cat's pee so there's that famous tasting note of cat's pee on it's a it's funny because bush. that's
0: a note because of that uh, blackberry leaf kind mm. of scent it happens a lot with perfumes that have blackberry there's often can be registered as having this, like, cat pee thing too. Yeah. It can be a tricky scent to use in perfumes for the same reason.
1: That's interesting. And then if it's in New Zealand or, or somewhere a bit warmer, you get a bit more exotic tropical fruit, like right. passion fruit, for example, comes mm-hmm. out, which is, for some people, an absolute delight.
0: Oh, I love passion fruit, so it's probably
1: <laughs> one of the reasons
0: I I love um, Sauvignon.
1: So I actually think we should start with your one Yes, today. absolutely, because I
0: think... We're gonna see what happens.
1: Exactly. it's a screw cap, nice and easy? I know, perfect picnic stop, wine right here. I mean,
0: Thank so you. I'm a bit heavy on the pour today. Let's hope it's good then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she. So because we don't know anything about it, should we have a little look at the back I'm label? Just gonna,
0: let's let's have a look at the label.
1: I mean, it's telling us it's going to be tropical in style. I mean, I do love a label that tells you exactly what you're going to taste. The D. Wetzhoff Estate Sauvignon Blanc is tropical in style with delicate mineral flavours, finishing off with a deliciously fresh citrus aftertaste. I mean, it's pretty much generically described every Sauvignon yeah. Blanc in the world here, <laughs> isn't it? Um, it does mention that. Um, They're a producer of noble varieties. They produce elegant wines, finest quality, (laughs) rich calcareous soils of the Robertson region. And that's about it, actually. There's not that much. It's 12.5% alcohol.
0: I mean, it's very tropical on the the snoot. Then there's like pineapple, maybe a little underripe pineapple and some
1: passion fruit. Yeah, I mean, you're definitely much more sensitive to pineapple because there is always a pineapple on your kitchen table, which still... I had a laugh when I walked in here today because I saw the pineapple again. I was like, oh, I'm that obsessed. I'm only, also, because I only ever see a whole pineapple. So I'm like, is there one already cut up in the fridge? Like, I never seem to get it in. It's yeah. harvesting moment. We basically
0: buy it and then open it, and then we don't buy another one until like, the other one's gone. But it usually only takes two sittings. It's because I bought some of that Don Papa rum from the mm. Philippines. And that shit is so delicious with pineapple.
1: I mean, I feel like I'm going to buy you an ornamental pineapple just Be- for. <laughs> I have to say though, it was one of the nicest gifts I ever got from someone was a pineapple. No, I meant like an actual like ceramic oh, pineapple. ceramic. Pineapple. Maybe when we make our clay, when we do our clay one yeah, with clay make, make 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 or clay pineapple. But I think that
0: pineapples make very lovely gifts. They're nicer than flowers. They look funny. They make you laugh. They smell fucking insanely delicious can when they ripen, them. and
1: then you can eat them. Not like flowers. That you, I mean, okay. I love flowers. There's always fresh flowers. So for you your big birthday yeah. this year, I'll just get you the biggest just pineapple a fucking bite. bunch of pineapples. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine <laughs> a wheelbarrow like, okay. full of
0: pineapples? Imagine it's like those edible
1: those edible arrangements they have in the States, but just like whole pineapples on sticks. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right, it is quite, it's a bit more, it is more tropical on the nose for sure. Has a little bit of that passion fruit there. The pineapple for sure. Grassy, but more of this like pink grapefruit as well. I have to say that the taste isn't as tropical as, as it smells. I mean, it does tell us on the back label there's a citrusy finish. (laughs) So, quite fruity, it's round. It's not not as y on the taste that I would imagine
0: from the smell. No, but I still find it it quite fruity. Yes, it is still fruity. Mm. And I think it does have that, that citrus finish, but I don't necessarily love the citrus finish.
1: I can imagine a lot of people liking this wine because it's fruity. It's relatively round for Sauvignon. It's not too acidic it has not a bad finish but i don't think it's that complex i don't think it's i think for me it, it's not, not my favorite i don't know like i think a glass i feel very much like this is a wine to get served in like a chain hotel i was totally thinking like a generic cafe terrace i would i mean ibis styles oh or Ibis wow. styles you know like oh maybe do you think that's too harsh maybe a little well, i don't know because i think i could see this at any just, like regular Pizza, cafe yeah. There's a slight astringency there that I don't like. You know
0: what it is? It's reminding me of that terrible Grauburgunder that I bought at the Späti. It has that lemon.
1: I mean, so that my, like added acidity kind of thing. So really, what I've just said about Ibis Stars is not that harsh. Not that considering harsh. No. What you just said because that wine was horrible. and that wine was
0: horrible. But that's what it's reminding me of. It does have that like it's slightly synthetic lemon. Yeah, it has yeah. that
1: synthetic acidity at the end. That's what it's. I think it's nowhere near as bad as that, but it is. There is No, some, of course no. not.
0: It's just reminiscent of it. Yeah. I mean,
1: I, I, I don't, I think, I, do, I mean, how much did you pay for it? I think it was under 20.
0: I I bought like a granny cart full of wine to come home, so I'm not quite sure.
1: I think but it's not maybe awful. around 15,
0: let's say. Yeah. Between 15 and 20.
1: It's not awful. No, no, no. It's not awful, it's but just it's not, like... It's
0: not what I'm going back
1: for. The only thing I would say, say, which I think... But I think I'm you're missing right. missing a bit of personality exactly. here. Where's not, the
0: soul? You're not going to remember yeah. it. You, you know,
1: out of all the Sauvignons you've yeah. drank, you're going to be like, it was all right. Um, yeah, we had a glass of white. Yeah. This is textbook Sauvignon for people who just want something that does taste like Sauvignon, which it does. Yep, totally. There's something that's easy, It's inoffensive, fruity. it's easy. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, I would, if I was sitting on a terrace at a place that just had white and red wine and this was the white wine, I would happily drink a couple of glasses and...
1: I might even put an ice cube in it.
0: I've been known to do that.
1: (laughs) Sauvignon Blanc coolies or whatever they're
0: called. I mean, I think I'm heading into my cougar years. I feel like ice cubes are what cougars do in
1: the the sunshine. You're still in your thirties. You're not in your cougar years. Shut up. For a couple more months. (laughs) All right, down the hatch. We won't be drinking this one. We're in the Block Hotel suite for your 40th. <laughs> I still have to write to them. Dear Block Hotel,
0: please send me a weekend at the Block oh, Emily, what have you brought today?
1: So I thought if we're going to drink Sauvignon... We're going to drink Sauvignon from a good producer. Yes, thank the Lord. <laughs> um, so it's not the top wine from this producer, but it's their entry level from a producer that I really like. I got excited when I saw the bottle. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, so Gerard Boulay, um, one of the best producers in Sancerre, in my opinion, and I think quite a lot of other people's opinion, actually. So this is the Chavignol 2017 Sancerre from Gerard Boulet. So I believe this is a blend of three different plots. Um, so a lot of his other wines are sort of single vineyard. This was actually one of the bottles that, in my my
0: quarter of Master Sonia's intro, that I we used. used. Is quite, oh, brilliant! For for one of my
1: pairings, yeah. Oh, nice! What I did with my gu- very gu- nice. cheese salad. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I quite like skin contact on. Mm -hmm. as we know, but like Loire Valley from a good producer, there's a delicacy, uh, there's more of this citrusy, very delicate herbal note, it's a bit more restrained, Uh, it's much more mineral, and I think I much prefer uh, the Loire Sauvignons for my taste the only other place that I quite like is margaret river in western australia because it's whenever i visit my parents i drink so many on okay. semi on blends and it's very much like i'm on i'm at the beach so i'm it's drinking like a
0: nostalgic kind of like it's, it's home
1: the, it's like when you drink a pina colada it takes you yeah. on holiday okay cool so those wines from marg's do that for me but i think the sans serre uh, from this guy is very very pure um and quite delicious i really like this one. chalky yeah yeah but uh, exactly what you said restrained because
0: yes. it has all of the flavours that you expect, but in this like delicate, lovely, yeah. not over the top, like punch you in the face kind of.
1: And the nose is immediately different totally. from what we smelt before. It's not got that exotic note. For me, it's like you getting more of this, um, again, like grapefruit pith. Mm-hmm. Again, herbal, like these sort of spring pea note there. And this chalky, like it literally smells of chalk to me. Yeah, wet ch- wet chalk. I like this one. Oh, oh, it's
0: really nice. Oh, it's so yummy. Yeah, yeah well, it's funny. Because when I did the exam, I was so stressed the night before because I obviously don't work in a restaurant. So everyone else had their wine, wine list. Wine refer to. And I yeah. didn't. So I had to spend the whole night before making a wine list that I could remember. And originally I thought, okay, I'll just make like a fake wine list. And I thought, I have to do it from wines that I've had before. So this was one that went on there. And I was really happy when I saw my menu list and I saw a goat cheese salad and I was like, yes! <laughs> Classic there Did you get given a list, a menu? No, no, no. You basically walk in and they turn a page over. Okay, then... so
1: when I did my Court of Masters, you were, basically what I had to do was I had to open... A bottle of sparkling wine. Well, I had to open wine. a bottle.
0: Well, yeah, but for the intro, it's just a normal oh, bottle of Oh, so I don't know wine. if this was just... You I do sparkling know. for certified. Yeah, so I did that on the... But I don't remember there being, like, a menu turned over. For like. the intro for us, it was you walk in, you say hi, like, you greet the guest, and then they turn over a sheet of paper, and it's different for every person. So then they turn it over, and you have a, a, a starter, a main, and a dessert, and you have to have options for all, and options in case they say, well, I don't want to... New World or Old World, do you have another option? So when I saw, it was like goat cheese salad, uh, like a meat stew with bacon, a beef stew with bacon lardens, and then a panna cotta with fruit at the end, I was like, yes! I was so yeah, happy. Yeah. <laughs> and I think he rolled his eyes, because everything I said was natural. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: this isn't, I think this is very classic, this one. I think so too. I think it's, because it is, boulet boule for everybody. Uh, I think completely. Well, I, I believe that they're organic.
0: Yeah, I really love this one. Yeah, wine. it's funny that when we really like something, there's less talking about it and just
1: like drinking, <laughs> just drink it. Yeah, <laughs> there's like not much to talk about. You're ev- just like it's fucking delicious. That's like everything in life. Yeah, yeah. There's less talk and there's more action. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> it's really yum. It's so, like dating. Yeah, we're just like sitting here drinking it. Like, so what do you what do you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's funny as well, because I remember this label very vividly of the first time I tried this wine, and it's when I was working at Attica in Australia, and and I think it was either in 2009 or, or 2010, so it's like almost 10 years ago I tried this wine, I remember thinking, it's a really naff label.
0: I know, I was thinking that too. It, like, it's almost written in Comic Sans. I know, it's got this, like... face. It kind of has this, like, mum, <laughs> mumsy country kitchen look about it. Yeah, it is. And I think what's funny about this is, I think I have the photos I have of it... I think I have pictures of it up against some straw or something, where I've had it at a restaurant.
1: What restaurant are you at when you're putting your bottle of wine against some straw? I'm not sure. <laughs> but this label is—it's almost, but it's also so uncool that it's almost cool now. Well, that's what I was gonna. What I was trying to say is that now, when I look at
0: it, when you brought brought it, you see the label and it's like instantly recognizable, and you're like, ooh, you get excited because you see it. So actually, sometimes a shitty label actually can inspire you remember it at least.
1: Yeah. And I think it reminds me of this slightly Comic Sans typeface that's <laughs> on it. Reminds me a little bit like it's almost like a jest. Like it's got this a gesture. Jester-y. Absolutely. I don't know why. With the, like
0: curly. Yeah.
1: It's like a doodly notebook. Yeah. I mean, I've seen worse labels. We've definitely seen worse ones. So Gwen, I, you know, I hate to be the person prompting you because this is usually your Oh yeah, what
0: would I eat with this? Which we didn't do with the wine before. We didn't do it with one before because... But I don't
1: think you would, I don't know why I'd eat
0: that. You know what, when I drink the other one, I just think about like wooden tables, like rickety wooden tables sitting on a terrace at a cafe you've never been to and you're like, can I have a white wine? And that's what they bring you:
1: recycled plywood furniture yeah. in Berlin. is yeah, what I, think I of just like. I think so of I, the first I don't one. really think about food with that. Maybe a bag of crisps. And then <laughs> it did smell like barbecue crisps. I love that you call them a bag of crisps because I know they're a bag of crisps, but I always think of them as a packet of crisps. You, you know a how people? You know what things? it is? That's
0: it's a, a bag. It's, it's a big... It's a. That's that's why my accent and my vernacular is a mess because I pick and choose words from both North America. In the UK and mix them up. It's like a, it's a
1: pick a mix. You yes. don't know what you're going to get. I don't know what I'm going to get. No, it's very entertaining. Could be trousers,
0: time. could be pants.
1: <laughs> but this one, yeah. What mm. would you have with this then? So you've you've said your little goat cheese salad. I, say,
0: but I mean that's like the, class, which the, classic. the classic. Which is the classic Chavignol, the cheese,
1: for example. um The goat's cheese called Chavignol. Um, yeah I mean anything I mean the classic things everybody pairs and it feels very repetitive to have to say yeah but it's good but like asparagus yes asparagus and egg
0: eggs eggs would be great this would be a good brunch one
1: yeah this could potentially be a um, eggs benedict yeah totally
0: just roasted chicken potato like just light nice think picnic balcony Mm. summer or just Drink the bottle and
1: have some cheese on the side. Um, the other thing with so, I mean, obviously, asparagus, we've already just said, but like in Germany, the asparagus season is never ending, isn't it? It's like, it's not like the <laughs> but You're talking about like season. the white asparagus. Yeah, and it's like, and then every Because I'm menu... picky about that shit.
0: I, I didn't see these white asparaguses until I moved back to Europe in 2009.
1: I mean, the white asparagus um, is, and I mean, I've never seen asparaguses as big as I've seen here. I humongous. mean, they're absolutely huge. You yeah, know, like courgettes. They're like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> but it's quite funny over here, this Spargelzeit, like yeah. asparagus time. And it's written on all of the menus. Yeah. of like As you go into like late spring for pretty much the whole of summer, yeah. it's like you eat English, five dishes, yeah. the same five dishes, and you can have asparagus with And within. I have to say, I prefer green asparagus. The only time I've ever had white really? where I really liked. I don't know, that's a bit... Maybe we should do a green versus white... Asparagus yeah. taste off. I'm down with that. Yeah, I think it's a lot. Th- they're a lot thinner, aren't they? The the green ones. Whereas the I, white like the ones really, are I like the really, I like the really
0: thin green ones, where they're not like woody. Because
1: otherwise, when you they get a bit bigger, I they can get a bit you, woody. Mm. I never find them too woody because I like quite sweet. And the white well. ones
0: for me, I just find
1: like they just they're like tofu. They take on whatever flavor you put on them. Not I that like strong. that they're a bit more subtle. Yeah, the green one. I mean, immediately, like when you go to the toilet.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's part of the fun, where you're like...
1: <laughs> Get to relive yeah. it again. Yeah. Ooh, asparagus. <laughs> oh, the scent of asparagus twice in one day. <laughs> or maybe three times. Mm. So, anyway, back to the pairing. So, <laughs>
0: we just went on the strangest asparagus <laughs> tangent. Like,
1: what's wrong with us? Anyway. So, asparagus, goat cheese. What else do you think with this? Um, I, think,
0: I think of pastry, to be honest. <laughs> do you? Like tarts, quiche, uh, things in parcels, little tarts. Like I think that would be really nice. Like yeah. spring tarts and sort of got Ludi yelling in the background.
1: He's searching for us. No, that's quite nice. And sort of Mediterranean flavors. Yeah, totally. I think of like, like grilled zucchini. Zucchini, aubergine, red peppers. Yeah, totally. Green peppers, yellow the peppers. Anything with a fresh element works yeah. with it. Mediterranean veg, yeah. grilled Mediterranean veg even. Yeah, a little bit totally. smoky that could be quite nice yeah absolutely this is definitely you know if I had a little vegan restaurant oh, yeah. fresh flavours fresh vegetables even raw vegetables this would be very nice with this radishes that's actually what's kind of funny about it going out of style maybe like yeah this people... could be the new hipster wine don't that's drink kombucha that's... get on the Sancerre because I think like actually that's what's quite funny is that
0: the super industrial Sauvignon has been dissed because that's what got popular but actually like good Sancerre is very I mean, for what people are eating these days or what people want to be eating, which is like fresh, light, vegetable-based, this is a really great option for drinking with like veggie dishes. Yeah, agreed. I mean, I think it's super versatile for food. Yeah. Become a vegan, drink sancerre. Yeah, fuck it.
1: (laughs) Become a vegan, drink boulet. (laughs) Yeah, drink boulet.
0: (laughs) Amazing. So, before we get too tippled here, we'd like to hear what your favourite Sauvignon Blancs are. Because yes. I'm always open to seeing what other people are drinking, and maybe
1: you've got a nice one. You can find us on Twitter at juicepodcast and on Instagram at juice.podcast. And you can
0: find our website at juice.show where you can pick up a tote bag.
1: Um, so we look forward to hearing your Sauvignon Blanc stories.
0: Yes, and otherwise, <laughs> we see you next week for another episode of Juice. Cheers, Emily. Cheers. <laughs>